Welcome to Midwest Oddities. I'm your host, Sarah. And I'm Ashley. And today we're discussing Eloise Psychiatric Hospital, a massive landmark in Southern Michigan. I'm excited to hear all about um, the asylum. I think that, well, this is my first time hearing about this asylum altogether, which is sad considering I've lived in Michigan for (laughs) the better part of my life. Oh, wow. I'm excited to hear all about it. Oh, yes. It'll be good. Um, okay. Gosh. Okay. I'm so bad. I don't know why. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, okay. It started as the Wayne County Poorhouse in 1839. And poorhouses were used for, like, the poor, like, poor people, um... (laughs) <laughs> I thought you said <laughs> I'm trying to make it sound bad. <laughs> I thought you said courthouse. It's I was oh, trying God, to make no. the connection between courthouse and poor people, but okay. They Carry called on. them poor houses. It, it's a terrible name. Um, but that's what they called them. Uh, but it wasn't just it was for like people with psychiatric issues who couldn't hold jobs. Um, but they didn't treat them for like their mental illnesses. So they just stuck them in this, like, it's, like, a, just a giant place. Like, orphans would go there. Um, uh, like, a lot of people who lost... It was, like, during the Great Depression, or, like, I mean, some of it. I think it continued being a poorhouse for a decent bit, because they were talking about the Great Depression and how people had to live there then, too. Um, but they, it was terrible conditions. They didn't treat people well. I feel bad because, like, the guy that the... So the guy's daughter is where they get the name Eloise from. Um, But he was the Detroit Postman. His name was Freeman Dickerson. And he really tried to, like, make the poorhouse better for, like, better conditions for people. And he was a big advocate in trying to get, like, help for poor people and, like, try to get them jobs and and everything. Um, Was he involved in, like, the running of the poorhouse or how how is that where's the connection i guess with his advocating for the poorhouse and you know being a postman i don't think he directly ran it but i think he funded part of it on a postman salary well i think that was a distinguished title back in the day I mean, not to shit on the post people. I adore the post people. They get our packages to us. I'm just saying, like, it's, it, I mean, at least in today's age, day and age, it's not exactly the highest paid position. But I guess money did go further back back then. It went know? further, and he was, like, the postman, which is, like, a title. So he's, like, the main guy. I think he runs the post office. Oh, so like, he's, like, he's the like post the director. Head of, Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I, he, I'm envisioning yeah. so like someone a... who's, like, out in the field delivering people's mail and, like, not yeah. making... I mean, minimum wage for a post person today is, like, maybe $14, 15 
So like I would imagine at that time it was even lower than that. Um, that that was the shock. I was not trying to insinuate that post people cannot do things of importance. I love the post people. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That's okay. Uh, okay, so when it was first created, um, it had 75 buildings. It was on 902 acres of land. Um, they had their own post office, police and fire department, farm, power plant. They had a railroad and a trolley system. So it's kind of so like basically a Basically, it was its own city. Oh, yeah. Yes, well, that too. <laughs> city well, makes more sense than a way. commune, but okay. I was envisioning like one giant multiple story building when you said asylum this is like a like an actual community of destitute people would that be a good word for it destitute people (sighs) well when it was a poorhouse i'm not sure if it had 75 buildings um i believe i know the 1940s it had that many buildings and it had all of that land. Like, 1941, I have a map. I don't... Did I share a document with you? No. Okay. I'm just... Well. This is my true, raw reaction to everything that you're saying. So, yes. <laughs> oh. Well, it's a very big... Like, in 1941, there's, like, an aerial view of the the whole complex. And it's it's large. So, at that point, it had all of the buildings and everything I'm talking about. I'm not sure if during the poorhouse time, if it had all the buildings or if it was just some of the bigger buildings. Um, If you want me to see the map, you can share the screen, your screen on the software we're using. Okay. (laughs) Brief intermission to the people listening. We will get this. Yeah, I'm just curious to like get a visual. Um, because I really truly was envisioning something maybe a little bit smaller scale as far as the asylum goes. Also, for the people listening, if you hear me sniffling a whole lot, I apologize. I have allergies. Can you see Ashley? Yeah, I can see your screen now. Okay, cool. So this is Eloise. Aww. So it's a, a small child with a dog. Um, that's... She is so adorable. We'll skip that for now. Okay, this is the aerial view from 1941. Oh, okay, so it was was pretty big. Yeah. I wonder if we, could we potentially, are these like free use pictures? Could we potentially post them on Instagram for under like the the, um, episode post for people to see? Or would that be so? I got these off the friends of Eloise Facebook group. I'm not sure what the copyright. I'll look into it. Let me see what I can like find out because I would like to post because I think it would make more sense and we could, yeah, like give people a taste. But that is that is significantly bigger than you know what I was picturing. All right, so this post person, post man. Um, was very, like, involved in the asylum? In the poorhouse. In the poorhouse. So we're still on the poorhouse. So that, I mean, 
there were mentally ill people who were at this poorhouse, but they were not being treated for their mental illness yet. So it's not a hospital yet. Um, but we'll 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 skip because that that's basically all the knowledge I have on this poorhouse. Um, <laughs> Just poor people lived there. <laughs> I mean, basically, individuals. they tend to skip it over um, in my research for. Gotcha. The rest of the... Because it's... I mean, that was in 1839. So then... Well, like I said, in 1941, it had all the buildings, and it spanned what I was saying. So at that point, there were 75 buildings and 902 acres of land. Um, there were 10,000 residents during the Great Depression. Um, so that's a lot of people living in that. I guess town. I'm Wait, did you say ten thousand residents? Yeah, ten thousand. That's yeah. That's pretty much. That pretty much is a little town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Okay. Where am I going? Where did they have their own like? This is kind of a a side quest, side question. Um. But do you know? Did they have their own like? economy in, in in a sense like where was stuff coming in and out of their little compound commune village situation where they could like maintain because you said they had like a, a firehouse and um and a police department and stuff so I'm guessing someone had to be paying those people yeah uh so they they had a slaughterhouse they had gardens of their own, like, they produced their own food. Um, I don't know if they sold it, but you would think that they would have to have some way of, like you said, like, paying everyone and keeping the place running. Um, I, I, I feel like they probably did, like, trading or selling of, of goods to help because they did literally like grow their own chickens and slaughter and everything it was all like self-sufficient so that's cool kind of like the commune that candace and i want to start <laughs> <laughs> but anyway carry on okay so I have the end dates for things, but I don't have when the poorhouse, like, went from a poorhouse to a psychiatric hospital. So I'm going to Google that because I'm curious. This is probably why I don't have that. Because it doesn't... Okay. It says by 1913, the complex became known as Eloise. That's the best date that I see. So, sometime between... The 
Yeah. Early 1900s. Or 18... Is it 1800? 1900s. Yeah, early 1900s. Um, is when it became, like, the hospitals. Because it wasn't just an, uh, a psychiatric hospital. It was a general hospital as well. So they cared for, like, the, you know, mentally ill and then also just the sick, like, sick people. Um, some interesting things about it. So it's actually really innovative, um, for, like, as hospitals go. So they were the first hospital to use x-rays for diagnostics in Michigan. They also were the first to use kidney dialysis in all of Michigan. Um, they had, they used radium treatment for cancer. This was, like, back in the, like, later, um, or, or early in their, like, conception. And then the sanitarium used open-air treatment for tuberculosis patients, which I believe the research shows that, like, getting air, like, fresh air and, like, being outdoors does help tuberculosis. So they... So that's just some interesting. They were also they pioneered music therapy. Which I think is really cool because at that time you wouldn't think like a lot of people, you know, like people they did like lobotomies and electroshock therapy and stuff like that. So to like utilize music therapy, I feel like is really like revolutionary for the time. I think so too, especially because I feel like music therapy even in today's day and age doesn't seem to be that common. So for it to have started mm -hmm. so early on in you know, in a in a psychiatric hospital, it seems like a, a very cool, very innovative idea. Mm -hmm. But also, I think Unfortunately, it's super cool that they were doing x-rays that early on. And I mean, I guess maybe I don't know when x-ray technology came out, but I, it surprises me, like in the 1900s, they would have that technology. But maybe I just don't know enough about history. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really cool to see that that it was like so they did lobotomies and they did electroshock therapy. So they unfortunately did the, the the traditional and like I don't know, that's just the times. I guess they, you know, they didn't understand that those they I mean, they should have. I don't know. I still don't I can't get over that they didn't understand that like, especially with lobotomies, that the brain function, like, you lose brain function when you do a lobotomy. And that's not good. They can so... only be so innovative, Sarah. Okay? Lobotomies were a thing of the time. They were slowly moving in the right direction. But, you know, they're not without fault. Although I've never yeah. understood. Like, lobotomies just kind of make you a zombie. So, like... Mm -hmm. I guess if you're comparing it to, like, psychosis or something, maybe comparatively being a zombie was better in that in that time. But it just seems kind of crazy to me that you would want to have someone who is essentially just, like, a shell of themselves, who you have to care for even harder because they, like, you know, they have basically no personality and no, I don't know, it's kind of like existing be behind a glass wall. 
I don't know if that made sense, but you know. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I don't I don't get it, but I I shouldn't be too harsh, I guess. Um because so I guess they must not have known. I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I have a on modern age brain I think and the way I you know I mean back in the day like they probably thought differently because they didn't have the technology that we do now so I'll leave it at that um but um to be fair if you think about it yeah. though antidepressants depressants kind of have a similar effect at least in my experience like when I started taking like Prozac, I felt like I was kind of living this like shell of myself type of life where for a very long time until I adjusted to the medicine, um, I didn't, you know, I, I felt like I was existing behind a, a glass wall. So are we kind of doing the same thing, just maybe less barbarically? Something to think about. And I say That's that as true. a person who actively struggles with depression and anxiety and is on two antidepressants at the same time. Um, are we kind of performing the equivalent of a lobotomy with antidepressants um, in a way that seems less barbaric to us? Because, you know, there's not like a, a friggin' pick going into our eyes trying to disable our brains, you know? Food that's for thought. very true. I mean, the yeah, the medications. That's very true. They ha can have like, I was reading about um, GABA receptors, and they, the like, GABA receptors in your brain. They control like how your neurons fire. I think I'm not a scientist. I was just reading about this, <laughs> so I could be off slightly on how I understood it, but that they control your neuro like like your neurons and like certain medications can either make them fire too like too much or like too little and you it causes like massive issues in like the way you think and like the way that you like like they can make you how do i put this like, I don't know. They were saying that you could even, like, hear or see things that aren't there. But also just, like, like kind of, like, blank out. And, like, minor seizures, I think, is, how, like, basically, like, a theory, I think, of what happens. Because your neurons are firing so fast. Well, which is what a seizure is. If you think about it, like, I don't know if your experience has been the same, but almost everyone I've spoken to who is a, a, on some form of... SSRI or depression medication has that very similar experience of like almost being zombified where you instead of feeling all of these things so intensely you just go from feeling at 100% to like not feeling at all, at all which I don't know if that's any better <laughs> but um, that seems to be kind of like what the purpose of a lobotomy was like you know, you go from from being this, like, 
psychotic person or or very depressed person right because they didn't understand those issues to just like being like a complete shell of yourself and we i don't know i just think it's a it's a interesting idea what we see as barbaric when if if compared to modern medicine yes the it's less harsh of a treatment but it's still a very similar side effect i don't know that was a very off-topic rant but kind of a thought triggered by by something you said earlier yeah no i don't think that's off topic i think that that it's fitting food for thought yes that's (laughs) that's very interesting (laughs) um okay so okay where are we okay so in 1979 the eloise psychiatric hospital ended um it closed its doors and then in 1986 the eloise general hospital closed its doors um in 2016 it was being used by wayne county um for administrative purposes um so they had like some of their offices in the building um i don't think they exactly said when they started demolishing oh they they were like selling off a lot of the land so I think when they did that, then the buildings would get demolished by the people that bought them because they're currently on most of the land. There's like um, strip malls. There's um, housing. Um, what else did they say? Just stuff like that. Just more, I guess, modern day. Like there they just sold off the land so whatever people wanted to do with it parking structures like um just all those things um so there were only a couple building and right now i think there's only like three buildings left okay question before you get any further because i don't recall um i don't recall if you explained this already but why was it named Eloise? I know you mentioned something about the postman's daughter, but I don't think I caught like exactly what it was that prompted like did something happen to this little girl there or was it just because he was like funding the place and he named it after his daughter? I I really think it's just he was funding it and he named it after his daughter. Okay. Um she didn't have it didn't seem like she had any um like direct relation to the place. I don't it doesn't seem like she was a patient or anything. She just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> kind of a weird thing to name your daughter after, I feel like, but yeah, I don't know. I um, I thought that there was a more, like, morbid or involved reason as to why the asylum was named after her. I don't know that I would name any sort of asylum after my children, but, you know, to each their own, I suppose. Also, follow-up yeah, question. It, Do you think the lands are haunted? Okay. Yeah, I was gonna get into this. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. No, no, you're fine. No, you're totally fine. But, um, I... I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I can see, potentially, like, why some people think that. Like, asylums are known, you know, there's, like, 
Waverly Hills Asylum and, you know, there all these famous places and all the suffering that happens in those places. Like, I get it. Like, people think lingering energy, like, that would make sense. I feel like, first of all, this place wasn't... It doesn't sound like it has as a horrific history as some of the other asylums you hear about. It seems like they were in a like ahead of their time for the most part Mm -hmm. and it seemed like they took care of the residents for the most part i i can't speak because i didn't attend i didn't go there um so i but like so there's (laughs) so my my second cousin actually was a patient at eloise is there any like family family history or family information as to what her or their his her their experience uh, her. was okay her experience was at Eloise I don't have much information on it I I don't want to I think she's still alive so I'm not I, I don't know her name I don't think I know her name so I can't I won't call her out um, but uh I believe she had schizophrenia okay I'm not 100% sure she had a mental illness so she went there for that um, that's about all I know. How long ago was it? Do you, like... She went in the 80s, I believe. Okay. Or, okay. well, it had to have been, it had to have been before 79, so it probably actually was the 70s. Um, I'm thinking she must have been young. Because I don't think she's that old. Maybe she is that old now. It has been a long time. <laughs> God damn it, Sarah. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> oh, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to, like, think about, like, if she was born, like, I think she went, I don't think she was a child when she went. I would hope they're been... not sticking children in asylums. Well, I, I, I don't know. I guess, yeah. There must don't be think some we... sort of age limit, though. Like, Do you think? I would hope so. Cause like imagine. I mean, children nowadays like go to fucking five year old there. Do I they don't put know. children in I... asylums? I thought so, but now I feel like maybe I have a weird way of thinking about things. <laughs> that that does not seem okay. Like children under the age, like a certain age, should not be at asylums. Am I wrong? No, I feel like there's. I mean, I don't think they should have been. I yeah, I don't think that they should be stuck in in asylums, especially like if they're in like poor conditions. But um, wait, this is one specific place, but it says between 1861 and 1900. What says 1.8 percent of admissions? were 16 and under, and of these, only 10 were under 11. So not that many for this specific asylum. It's not Eloise. I don't know if Eloise has information on... So the problem is, a lot of the records are gone. Um, so... I don't know if they have that information. Okay, now I'm genuinely curious about this, and I'm I'm looking it up to see if I I can find more information 
Okay, well, according to Glenside Hospital Museum, mm-hmm. but this is in, like, the UK, so I don't know if it would be the same. Oh. Um, asylum... Um, asylum admissions back in the 19th century had no age limits. So maybe they did I mean, have I, children. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't think that they would. I could see them accepting children. It's probably not the norm. Do you think they lobotomized the kids? I hope not. Oh my god, that's gonna haunt me for the rest of the day. No! I really, I really feel like that should have an age limit on it. Oh my um, god! If we're gonna do them at all. No, just thinking about a little five-year-old being lobotomized. I have to Google this now. Alright, well, while I Google this, you can continue telling me about the story, because... Now I'm really concerned for the children. Okay. Alright. Uh, okay, so they... They closed... The hospital in 86. Okay, so... In 2016, it was being used by Wayne County. Um, okay. In 2018, it was sold. Um, it was sold to... A company... And they turned it into Eloise's uh, haunted attraction. Have you been, Ashley? No, the only haunted haunted attraction that I've been to is Erebus. Okay. Which I almost so yeah they at, so you know, but I would love to go to Eloise. You know, I I am down for having people scare me, and I will be scared, and I will still go. So. It, um, my brother worked there, I think for the past two years. He's, uh, he was doing a scare acting job. I thought Carter worked at that IT place. He does, but it was like, uh, it was for fun. It was like a side job. Okay, I thought you meant like he quit his IT job and went to go work. Oh god, no. That's (laughs) seasonal. I don't think it's year round. Maybe it's year round now. I don't know. But, um, at the time, I believe it was just for the fall season. Okay. Um, but, so they bought it in 2018. There is controversy over the people that bought it. Um, there are people who think it's... Excuse me. The memory of Eloise is being desecrated by, like, turning it into a haunted attraction. Um, people claim that it should be turned into a museum or some sort of more historical like driven attraction because they also do ghost tours there and they have like people come in and i think they give you equipment and you can like tour it and like you know try to find evidence of ghosts um but there is a whole this facebook group that i found the friends of eloise they are staunchly (laughs) against the attraction they, could, they um, couldn't come up with a better but, name than <laughs> Friends of Eloise. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I, I, don't, I don't know. I... I really enjoyed going to the haunted house. I thought it was cool. And also, I think, if they wouldn't have bought it, would the buildings have been torn down? 
They probably would have been. So I, I mean, parts exactly. of the building, parts of the building were, or parts of the land were sold off, and those mm-hmm. areas were turned into shopping malls and parking structures. So I highly, highly doubt that some sort of historical museum or historical site would have been maintained had it been sold to someone else. I mean, granted, to some people it might be tacky, I guess, to do like haunted attractions at a place where potentially some people did suffer or whatever but i mean it's at at least still the historical aspect is there because the building is still standing versus you know getting torn down to become a fucking parking lot or a kmart Mm -hmm. i agree i i'm not exactly in the same like thought process as the friends of eloise um I, I would rather see the building stay and have some sort of historical value than be completely destroyed. So I, I also agree. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there because I guess, like, me thinking it's not haunted, I can kind of see their view. But a lot of, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm very skeptical skeptical of this place. Um, maybe it's because of like read it because there were testimonials on the friends of eloise page of people who either went there and were being treated there or had family members being treated there and they didn't really portray it as like like i said this like really horrible place Mm -hmm. with you know a lot of suffering and like male practice um so to me it just i just don't get the vibe that it would be haunted I do have some ghost stories for you, um, or at least, like, some interesting ghost people that people have said they've seen in Eloise. Um, ghost people. So. Tell me about the ghost that. people. Okay. Uh, so people say that they see two ghost children, um, running down the halls, and they think that they were, um, they called them inmates. I don't know if that's, like something someone made up in the future or if that's actually what they were called during the time i think it's awful whoever decided to call them inmates it's awful i don't like the word i think that's like a terrible thing to call children in a poorhouse to call them inmates but that was that was what that was the word they used i know that doesn't make any sense i cannot tell you who I don't know if it was just the author of this article I read or what, but I was like, inmates, really? Like, of all things? <laughs> um, but they were orphan children um, who they think were either adopted or died, and they don't know which one. I'm assuming they had to have died in there if you think they're haunting the place. Also, That's how, just my assumption. How does adoption lead to haunting? Exactly. Unclear. I don't know why they put that in there. I, they had to have passed away. Um, but, like you were saying, having children in an asylum. So, during, like I said, when it was a poorhouse, there were mentally ill people who weren't being treated for it, but were living in the poorhouse because that's where the government stuck them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they didn't know what else to do with them, basically. Um, so, these children were living in the same, like, areas as like other people who are going through like psychotic episodes and and whatnot so it's a very intense life for children 
Um, sure, very mentally so scarring, too. Yeah. Also, so research does them. say children were lobotomized, <laughs> in case you were curious. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. No. It's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. That's horrifying. Yeah. Why would they do that? They didn't they didn't know any better. They didn't make good decisions back in the day. I'm not I have it's the same argument. I'm not going to say it again, but I just don't get it. I don't get it. So, two okay. children who wander around. Yep. Who else? Um a lady. This is like the standard lady in white that oh, you hear. I swear there's always a lady in white. Always. Some lady in white. It's usually like 1900s. She's usually wearing a long dress. Like come up with a better story. Why can't she be the lady in pink? They had color back in the day. <laughs> I love that. Um yeah. It's, that's basically it. Just the lady in white, as you. So th this is <laughs> another it, reason that I'm skeptical her. because it's just—it's <laughs> so generic. I feel like someone just made this up because there. I don't find a lot of ghost stories on. I mean, I hear. I was reading like, so people would go urban exploring in the buildings before they were bought and being utilized for things. Because I think between the 80s and 2016, um, it sat vacant most of the build whatever buildings were left before they were getting sold off um so people would go urban exploring in there which is a fun word and for breaking and entering yeah yeah basically carry on urban exploring is not uh, a thing it's just breaking and entering <laughs> spicy breaking and entering Spicy. It's usually not breaking, Ashley. It's usually just entering. There's usually not any breaking of things. There's usually already a way to in. So it's not the breaking, it's just the entering. It is still illegal. It is still illegal. Spicy. To be fair, I, I do want to go urban exploring at some abandoned buildings, but I am kind of clumsy and I feel like I would get hurt. I almost fell through um, the floor of a building and got impaled. And this is why we don't do that. I would do it all over again. I know you it would. It was the thrill of a lifetime. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, um, yes, I am, I am interested in these things we talk of. Um, that's all I'm going to say on that. So I can't we, be implicated. We have a whole podcast dedicated to this shit. So I, I think whoever does listen to us kind of already knows that we're into some questionable weird shit. So <laughs> we should go to okay, Eloise well, Asylum, though. Not illegally, right? No, we're I mean, talking about. Yeah, okay. like, <laughs> I was like, no, like the legal way. It's, it's owned now. I don't want to go to prison. If I'm going to go to prison, so it's can... not going to be for fucking breaking and entering. I'm going big, baby. I am not going to implicate myself on the internet. But I'll tell you what, it wouldn't be for breaking and entering. <laughs> oh my god. 
I forgot what I was even going to tell you. I am so sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. If if you remember, if 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 it's helpful, you left off on generic lady in white. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll go back to the ghost. So the other one is just of a doctor that's said to to prowl the halls. <laughs> prowl. Um. <laughs> that's a great yeah. word. Yeah. Um. Okay. They've seen like a shadowy man drenched in water um they they liken it to the hydrotherapy that they used to use um i feel like all of these ghosts have the most generic ass background mm -hmm. stories like it's so hard to believe a ghost story if you're not telling me like his name was daniel and he was drowned alive well obviously because you can't drown dead but he was drowned and he you know came back like it's just like oh yeah there's some kids a woman in a white dress that man who's wet like okay there's no other context about these ghosts it seems highly like that's why i think bullshitty it was made up yeah bullshit so. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard real stories from anyone. Um, the closest thing was urban explorers saying they, like, would hear noises and stuff. But it's a decaying building. At the time, it was an empty building that didn't, wasn't upkept. Like, things are gonna, like, water's gonna fall from places. Pipes are gonna burst. Like, doors are gonna creak. I'm sorry. I can't take you seriously. There's drafts usually in very old... There's a draft at my house. Grant, my house is from 1926. And I live here. And it still makes noises, you know? Like, one time I thought somebody was breaking into my house. And I let Doom out before me. I was like, you're the man of the house. Doom is my dog, for context. Who's a pit bull? I let him out, and I came out with my little box cutter, that was like, hello? And it was literally just the fucking draft. So. Oh my gosh. I yeah, don't know what I, would... I thought a box cutter was gonna do, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little short of a knife, but, you know. I had a machete by something. the bed. That's what I would've grabbed. I grabbed the box cutter. Not the machete. The box cutter. And the pit bull. I mean, that's smart. There you go. Doom is friendly. He would just make friends with the robbers. Oh, no. <laughs> well, never mind. He's not <laughs> so, you know, please don't break into my house. He's not as friendly anymore. He's not as friendly anymore. But anyway. Oh. <sighs> um? Yeah, uh, other than that, I found one article from January of 2023 talking about how it was going to be turned into a hotel and restaurant. And I really, like, I thought it was going to be from a couple years ago because I was not aware that this was plans for it. Um, they are still, like, the haunted attraction was, like, something that came up in the article, so that 
is a thing currently. Um, you can go to it. I think it's only seasonal, but they also have an escape room and a, um, what's it called? Why can't I think of the word? Oh, the ghost tours. Um, but yeah, I, so it might become a hotel and restaurant, which I find interesting. Well, okay. If the land, okay. With hauntings and with buildings that get torn down, I always have this question. If it truly is haunted, is the land itself haunted? And is the building just a vessel? And if it gets torn down, would the new building still be haunted? Right? Because imagine staying at the haunted hotel. That would be kind of cool. I mean, not for the people being haunted, but for somebody. (laughs) I don't know. I question these things. But also, that would kind of suck, because we lose... Unless they're planning to, like, renovate the existing building, then we lose some of that, like, history and that landmark. Which would kind of Yeah, I almost... I'm hoping it's either, because there are a couple buildings, so I'm hoping they're either going to do it in a different building, or, I don't know, yeah, I, I would, I think the thing about the haunted attraction is that they, they actually utilize some of the furniture that was left there, so a lot of it is realistic, um, and then they also, like, kept, like, the, the base structure of it the same, um, so at least the history is still there. They're not changing anything. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do it. If they, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. But I mean, because like if it's something like with Michigan, Michigan Central Station, where they're like renovating the building but still keeping the historical landmark itself, then I feel like it would be a little less sucky. But if they're the plan is just to like bulldoze it and built from the ground up and that kind of sucks yeah I agree but I mean that's that's Eloise oh there is if you guys are interested there is a movie that they they made like based on this I think it's loosely based on it I haven't seen it Mm -hmm. but reading about it I think it's loosely based on it, but it is called Eloise, and it was made in 2016, and that's something I want to watch in the the near future. I didn't get a chance to watch it before this episode, but um, I'm curious. I think it has Eliza Dushku. I don't know if you know her. I might be mispronouncing her last name. Eliza who? I don't know. I don't. I feel like I'm mispronouncing her last name. I, I don't know how to pronounce it either. It's just, it sounds funny. You said it's called Eloise. Is it on a streaming site? I think it was Prime, but I'm not sure. I think it was to rent on Prime. Usually they're, sorry. Usually they're to rent is not like awful. No, I think it's like $3.99 or something. Um, Let me see. Watch movie. Oh, if you have Peacock, I think it's free. Oh, it says Amazon Prime it's free. Is it actually free? Yeah, it is. <gasps> it's with ads, but it's free. Oh, wait. Okay, I do know this actress. I don't know how to say her name, but I do know the actress. 
Dushku? Dushku? That's what I thought, but... Dushku. I'm not sure. However you pronounce her name, I know who you're talking about. She's very pretty. I love her. Also a yeah. talented actress. She's a good actress. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't want to make it seem like all she was is a pretty face. She's in um Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, she is. As Faith. <laughs> anyway. Um, before we close out, I did want to say I kept reading this article about lobotomies, and there was a man called Dr. Freeman who lobotomized nine children um the most famous of which was 12 years old oh my god so fun fact um that's crazy i kind of now want to do an episode on lobotomies in the midwest to see like how many were performed and you know the results of those lobotomies i could do that Maybe. Maybe in the future. Alrighty. You want to do the outro? Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, listening. And we will be here every Friday um, for your viewing pleasure. You're not viewing it. For your your listening pleasure. (laughs) Um, You can catch us on Instagram at Midwest Odd. And... Um, yeah, catch us on Spotify or Apple Podcast, wherever you listen. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.